Welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. Our guests in studio today will be singing music from a long, long time ago, as well as some contemporary pieces. We'll hear music from as far away as Scotland, Ireland, and Slovakia, as well as songs from here in the U.S. And what performing group feels right at home singing all these languages and styles and time periods? That's the Salt Lake Children's Choir. The Salt Lake Children's Choir has been part of the local music scene for more than 30 years, and they're still going strong with their founder and director, Ralph Woodward. The singers range from 8 to 15, and they've sung on soundtracks and other projects from the likes of CBS, NBC, and Walt Disney Productions. They've sung with artists such as Frederica von Stade and Marvin Hamlish, as well as organizations like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and the Utah Symphony. And right now, they'll be singing for us. First, uh, Two songs from the 1500s. We'll hear Odie Aparuit, This Day He Cometh, followed by Fami Una Canzionetta Capricciosa, Make Me a Fanciful Song. Make me a fanciful song, and before that, this day he cometh. You're listening to Highway 89. This hour, we've got the Salt Lake Children's Choir live in the studio. Ralph Woodward is the founder and director of the Salt Lake Children's Choir. He's an expert on the care and development of the young voice and an accomplished singer, composer, and horn player. He's played in the American Wind Symphony, 
the Rheinische Philharmonie, and Utah Symphony. Ralph Woodward, thank you for coming in and bringing the choir. Great to be here. We are here today, 27 strong, ages 8 through 15. And I wonder, is this atypical to have children's choir sing a cappella? That seems pretty daring, actually. Well, it it may be daring, but it's so rewarding because it sounds so good most of the time. Sometimes, uh, while accompaniment is important, sometimes if you've just heard these voices in their purity, it's a little bit of an intrusion. It's great training for the kids, and there's so much great music that was written for. Well, just to, to just give voices. The, to, I see you give the pitch, and and everybody's thinking of the next key, which could be major, could be minor, depending on the song. That's a great skill that the kids are getting. And I wonder, uh, when you're working with children's voices, what do you have to be careful of? The, the thing I have to be most careful of is, is avoiding any kind of artificiality, because the voice is such a wonderful, natural instrument. And what our purpose is, is to just allow it to develop naturally. So we basically try to stay out of the way, open the door for the d- voices to develop according to Mother Nature's plan. Mm. So when you have uh, people come in to audition, I understand auditions are ongoing year-round. People can come in and audition. We're always interested in new talent. So when someone comes in, what do you have them do? First of all, I I find a tune that they know. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to be prepared with any tune. I don't want to be wired with anything in in, in particular to worry about. And then we just, I just have them do a few things to sort of assess their, their natural ability, try to, try to allow them to, to sing freely so that they're, giving, they're, they're representing what they have inside, and then we decide. But most people do well. How often are the rehearsals? What kind of a time commitment? Because there are choir schools where you, this is part of your daily routine, so how do you do it? Wish we had that kind of luxury. We <laughs> rehearse once a week. Wow. One of our groups rehearses for two hours. The other group rehearses for an hour and forty, hour and a half. We, we do ask them to work a little, work on their music at home. We aim pretty high. Uh, we're pleased with the results the majority of the time. Wow, it's beautifully done. Uh, here's my next question is uh, children's voices. The only, the only problem with kids is that they grow up. Well, it's a revolving door. <laughs> so you're always having you know, to have... You know, the boys, they're just, re- re- they're just reaching the, the height of their powers, and uh, then it's time to maybe worry, because <laughs> it's not going to last forever. But, that's, but none of us, you know, everybody changes. Not just the boys, the, uh, the girls changes, change too. Mm-hmm. And uh, after they graduate from this, this pure kind of angelic sound... They go on to something else. Their, their voices get, get more weight in them, mm-hmm. wonderful, they're rich, but this is a transcendent sound as far as I'm concerned. Especially to hear in a building like a, a, an acoustically designed church or a cathedral. It, yes. it really is pretty heavenly. Yes, indeed. Well, we want to hear some more, so we're going to let you take your place back there, the choir. They've been sitting quietly and now hopping up into place. We're going to hear two songs. Now, one is Lisette, an 18th century French song. And then from Johannes Brahms, we'll hear one accompanied by pianist Cody Miller, My Heart is in Bloom.
We've heard Lisette, followed by Brahms' My Heart is in Bloom. You've tuned in to Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and this hour features the Salt Lake Children's Choir. So far, we've heard Latin, we've heard French, we've heard Italian, we've heard English, and we're still going to put the skills of the Salt Lake Children's Choir to the test as we take a little tour of Europe from west to east with traditional songs from four different countries, Scotland, Ireland, Slovakia, and Macedonia. First, Turn Ye to Me from Scotland by Scottish poet John Wilson, and then Follow Me Up, Follow Me Down to Carlo from Ireland, Zaspiavalo Utacha from Slovakia, and Makedonska de Wojce from Macedonia. Down to Carlos and the wind down the creek, the sun and the whole name of the 
Four traditional songs from Macedonia, Slovakia, Ireland, and Scotland. This is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and this hour our special guests are singers of the Salt Lake Children's Choir under the direction of Ralph Woodward. And we're going to talk with one of the choir members, Eric Potter. Eric, thank you for coming today. Glad to be here. How old are you? I'm 13. 13, and I see that you're singing with the altos today. Well, it was kind of split up since we had to make sure that some people could be seen. So uh, what part do you, did you start off singing soprano when you first got in? Mm-hmm. And then that, that's changed over time? Not really. I've oh. stayed in the top sopranos. Oh, okay. And I wonder how you deal with the languages. Is that a tricky thing, or do you just listen over and over? Well, like... He sort of explains it to us. Like the first time we get the music, he usually goes through the words with us. That helps. And then repetitively hearing it over and over again and just looking at like the letters that they use, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Is there one that's been the trickiest for you? Probably Zaspa Valotacha. It has very many, like, if it has like certain letters together, it makes different sounds than it would normally. So it looks weird on a page if you like <laughs> just normally look at it is there a is there a favorite type of song that you like to sing the most um i kind of like the faster songs like follow me down to carlo because mm-hmm. they're more energetic and like they just make you feel more alive i wonder how much musical experience you had before how old were you when you started with the choir um i started last year okay. in the christmas concert and it was interesting and fun and nice and before that I had a little experience with the violin but not too seriously this was like my first serious type so so you had you knew a little about reading music anyway well good what is there a favorite place you've sung um probably the cathedral of the Malin. it echoes really well and it just sounds really nice all of us who sing in the shower that's how we imagine ourselves singing (laughs) you guys really do it (laughs) so thank you very much i appreciate it eric we're going to hear some more music now in fact we're going to hear one from the choir uh of the of these next two the first is by the choir's director ralph woodward woodward alleluia mystica and then we'll hear a traditional bolivia song bolivian song sung in quechua the language of the incas Kaya Kaimanta, I'm going to try that one more time. My Quechua is rusty. Kaya Kaimanta Ripusak. We'll see how I did when we hear them sing it.
Alleluia Mystica by Ralph Woodward and the traditional Bolivian song in Quechua Kaya, Kaimanta Ripusak. Today we have singers of the Salt Lake Children's Choir with us in the studio. You're listening to Highway 89. The Salt Lake Children's Choir has a website, childrensing.com, and I was fascinated when I looked through to see a recent post on the page that uh, Ralph Woodward had posted on the benefits of choral music for children, and I was really impressed with this as I was thinking music is science. It helps you make sense of something chaotic. Music is mathematical, divisions of time into fractions, and yes, we mostly could all use more math practice. Music is history because you're learning about countries and environments. Music is foreign language. We've heard that demonstrated today. Music is physical, requires good posture, proper breathing, coordination, muscle control, your body and your mind. Music is critical thinking the opportunity to develop insight and to think about the lyrics. And finally, music is emotional and it is art. It involves our whole being. I think that's pretty good, uh, pretty good reason, a list of reasons for involving kids in choral music. And now we're about to combine math, science, history, language, body, mind, and emotion in another work of art. This is a famous song by Rudolf Zizinski, his Vienna, The City of My Dreams. Thank you. 
the Salt Lake Children's Choir with director Ralph Woodward and Cody Miller, pianist, performing Wien or Vienna, My City of Dreams, live from our studios here at BYU Broadcasting. This is Highway 89. Uh, Ralph Woodward, founder and director of the Salt Lake Children's Choir, with us again. Did you have any idea 30 years ago when you started it that it would go this long and become such a tradition? Not really. It was something I'd long dreamed of doing, but when you start a project, you don't ever usually know quite where it's going to take you. But uh, it's been a great ride so far. Do you have any next-generation choir members? Indeed. We've had next-generation kids in the choir for quite some time. Okay. Um, we haven't gotten a third generation quite yet. Okay, that'll truly establish the <laughs> tradition. I wonder what considerations you have when you're choosing music for the choir uh, to fit voices or repertoire. What What are you looking for? Well, I, I want it to all be music of stature. I want it to be worth their 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 time mm-hmm. because it's an investment, and time is precious, especially for these these folks. It's formative these these years, and so I I try to I try to do things that I like that I think will be good for them to, to, to experience and will be uh, rewarding for the audience. Uh, I just want it to be great art and, and to bring great ex- uh, aesthetic experiences uh, to all in, involved. And there's so much, one of the incentives for, the, for, for starting the choir was that I knew there was great music out there. And I also love music from different countries, multiculturalism, as it were. And I love to share this love with the kids. So well, it's been you wonderful. You do not share away from throwing a difficult language at all at them. At them. Well, they're fun. And languages are fun to sing. Uh, they're not any hard. I mean, y- you can learn any, anything. We don't maybe learn literally everything, that we're, uh, the meaning of every word. but we, we, we know what they're about. And it's fun to make your mouths go in different directions. <laughs> Isn't it? When, when, when you are... Uh, when, when you were writing a piece for the choir, which we've heard a, a couple today, uh, we've heard one, we're about to hear another one. Do you write differently for children's voices than you would write for any other choir? To be honest, honest some of these things are just things that I dreamed up, and I have the blessing of having somebody to perform. <laughs> but they have to, be, it have to be appropriate for the kids. And, and so it's just been a, a wonderful... I, I was writing and dreaming up music long before I ever had this choir. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the wonderful thing is, when the choir came along, there was a medium whereby this music could be expressed. And of course, then now they're a catalyst for other, other writing. Do you have children come to audition who maybe have nice voices but won't blend or won't fit? Um, I think that any voice that is properly employed will blend. We don't worry about blank. We worry about natural vocal, vocal production, uniformity of vowel shape, and the rest of it usually takes care of itself. Mm. Well, it, it definitely shows. <laughs> so we want to hear a final number now. We'll let the choir hop back up to their feet. This is one also written by our director today, Ralph Woodward. The piece we're about to hear, accompanied by Cody Miller, is A Day in Spring. Thank you. 
A Day in Spring by Ralph Woodward, performed live from the BYU Broadcasting Studios. We're glad you did stay to sing another song for us. That concludes another episode of Highway 89. It's been a pleasure to have the talented children and youth of the Salt Lake Children's Choir in our studio today. The choir is a non-denominational group comprised of students from the Salt Lake Valley. They're known for performing music from different time periods, different parts of the world, and different genres. Thank you to the kids and their parents for coming, and special thanks to the founder and director, Ralph Woodward, along with pianist Cody Miller. The Salt Lake Children's Choir performs several times a year, and auditions are ongoing. To learn more about those and upcoming performances, and to find recordings by the choir, visit childrensing.com. And we always love to hear from you, our listeners. We welcome your comments and questions via email. Send it to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite and our producer, Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>